You're listening to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, Episode 36, with Master Certified Life and Weight Loss Coach, Paige Bowman. Welcome to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, the weekly podcast for coaches who are growing their coaching business and on their weight loss journey. Each week, we'll be tackling why weight loss feels hard and how to make hitting your weight loss goal the simplest thing you do all day. Today, we are going to be talking about what it means to mine your brain for gold, why you're the best person to go to for guidance first, and how to actually do it, how to mine your brain for gold. Let's start out by just remembering a few things. You are a genius. You are brilliant. You are amazing. You've done so many amazing things. You have so much experience and knowledge and know-how. You are an example of what's possible. I need you to remember these things as we go into this episode, because we're going to be talking about mining your own brain for gold. And what I mean by that is going to your own brain first for answers, for solutions, to figure out how to figure things out. And to sell yourself on you being the best person to go to first, you then have to have all these amazing beliefs about yourself and really believe them. So I'm hyping you up, but part of this process is to truly believe that. Like, I have done so many amazing things. I do have so much experience. I am a genius. I am brilliant. Okay, so maybe I can help myself in solving this problem. What we're going to be talking about today is using that brilliance to rely on yourself first and foremost before going to others for solving your problems. So whenever you're on your weight loss journey, even if you have a coach or a program that you are following or participating in, I still recommend mining your brain for gold. In fact, this is something I have my clients do. They'll come to a call and they'll tell me what's going on. And I'll say, even though they just told me what's going on, I would say, well, what would you say the problem here is? And then they'll answer me and then I'll say, okay, yep, that makes sense, right? You're spot on. And then what would you say is the solution to that? And of course, I'm going to guide them in finding the problem and the solution themselves um, from someone who's outside of their own brain, who has a lot of experience, who's a master coach, like that's what they hired me for. But even in that coaching container, I'm having them rely on themselves first. And here's what's really important to remember, because the next thing we're going to do is talk about the actual exercise and how you mine your brain for gold, is to know that even if you haven't hit your goal yet, you have not been a person who's lost X amount of weight, who's lost 25 pounds and kept it off for a year or two years or three years. You haven't done that yet. And yet, I still want you to go to your own brain first. Having hit a goal doesn't mean that you're the expert and that's the only way you know anything. Like that just, that's not how it works. You being someone who's lived so much, who's gone through so many things, who's achieved other things in your life, that's what means that you have so much to learn from yourself in another area. 
For example, when I was going through my master coach training earlier this year, gosh, I don't even know what time is anymore. (laughs) So early 2022, late 2021, I remember thinking there's nothing like this that I've ever done in my life. Like this is so hard. This is another level of doing mindset work, of going after big goals, of learning how to process my emotions, um, just to like push myself, but not in the same way that you would in college or getting your master's. And yet I used my experience getting my master's degree, going through that whole process. It was, I basically have two master's because red tape and state laws and everyone's a little bit different here and there. So I had to redo my master's and I basically had to start all over. Then I got my master's degree. And even though becoming a master coach, like the curriculum and what you go through to get there is not comparable, in my opinion, I still use my experience of getting my master's degree of failing, not expecting that, but getting back up and keeping going, like continuing on and how I dealt with hard times in that I use that as an example of proof that I can do hard things, even though I had never been a master coach. So if you've never lost 25 pounds or you've never kept it off, where have you succeeded in something that seemed so hard, so impossible? Maybe it was becoming a parent. Maybe it was paying off a big chunk of debt. Maybe it was getting fired and finding a new place of employment. Maybe it was going through a divorce or um, losing someone or getting married even. Like I'm using all of these examples because losing 25 pounds can be hard. It can feel as hard as grieving something or changing jobs or starting a new partnership. Like really, truly, depending on the kinds of stories you have around food and your weight and your body, um, especially the things that culture and society and family has told you, and you're working through letting all that go and shifting your identity, yeah, it could be as hard as those other things that you've been through. So why not use your own brain, your own genius, your own brilliance, and see how you would solve your own problem and how you would come up with the solution and how you would work through that? And being willing, this is so important, being willing to mine your brain for gold, rely on yourself first, even if you haven't hit your goal yet, and letting that be okay, and still knowing that you have so much advice and wisdom to give yourself, no matter what. Okay, so what does it look like to mine your brain for gold? So we've got one, two, three, four, five questions, and it's like, five steps. Okay. So the first thing you're going to do is say, what's the problem? And then you're going to make it simple. So I'm going to give you examples. I'm going to run through these first, and then I'm going to give you an example. So what's the problem? Now make it simple. What's a possible solution? Now make it simple. And the last one is, how have you struggled and solved for this in another area? Now I want to give you a real example. A client came to me with this earlier this week. And then I asked her, well, what's the problem? And then how would you make it simple? And then I asked her what she thinks the solution is and how she would simplify that. (laughs) So here we go. She said, or even use this for yourself, right? Like I hear a lot of um, 
my clients say something similar to this. So I did good all week with eating on plan and eating what I said I was going to eat. And then I had three big overeats this weekend. So that was the problem, right? Now let's make it simple. So you might say, okay, well, in a simplified way, the problem was on the weekend, I was feeling bored and restless and I didn't want to feel my feelings. So I decided to eat instead. Now for me as a coach, this is what I did with my client is we kept going. Well, what was the problem with feeling bored and restless? (laughs) So we could keep going. But for you, like just even asking, asking yourself, what's the problem, right? What am I wanting help with? What would I ask someone else? What question would I present to them? What I'm saying is present it to yourself, right? So what's the problem? And then simplify it, right? So it's not this whole like, I I did good all week and then I ruined the weekend. It's like, okay, well, what's the simplified version of that so we can work on a problem? Well, the simplified version is during the weekend, I was feeling bored and restless and I didn't want to feel my feelings. So I ate food instead. So now we say, what's a possible solution? And this one is, um, in my opinion, really good because we're not saying what's the solution, right? There's no right or wrong here. We're saying what's a possible solution that we could play around with. So for this one, if the problem is you didn't want to feel your feelings, maybe a solution would be to get better at feeling your feelings. But when you hear that, if I said, hey, you go get better at feeling your feelings, would you know what to do? Probably not, which is why step four is to make it simple. So what's a possible solution? Now make it simple. So the possible solution is to get better at feeling your feelings, to make it simple. And I would say, caveat that to say, break it down. One thing you could do is like sell yourself on wanting to feel your feelings instead of eating. Really thinking about why is this so valuable? Why is this so important that I would rather feel my feelings, allow the urge, right? Sit with it instead of eat. Why is this so important to me? Do it now. That would be like part of the solution so that in the moment you can remember the things that you told yourself, how you sold yourself on wanting to feel your feelings, The second way you might simplify it, right? Not just get better at feeling your feelings and just like letting that be the solution. Um, But instead telling yourself that, okay, the way we're going to get better at it is by selling ourselves on wanting to do it. And then the second thing is to practice with your coach on the call, like practice feeling your feelings with your coach on your call. And that was one thing that I wrote down that could be a solution there or with a coach, right? If you're If you have a one-on-one coach or you're in a program or maybe you're in the Life Coach Goals Scholars Program, I know a lot of people um, are involved with the Life Coach School and you can book a 20-minute call with them, you could go and say, hey, I would like to practice feeling my feelings. Will you help me? And they'll say, of course. So the last part or the last question is, how have you struggled and solved for this in another area? So for this one, I was thinking, well, how did I work on this in my business? Because for me, I did something similar where I was good, quote unquote, good, right? Productive, maybe half the week. And I would blow off my entire calendar the second half of the week. And I did this a lot when I was working full time and then working part time as a coach. And so I would have to reschedule things all the time because I wasn't showing up to my calendar 
I was just saying, forget it. So I could use that as an example and I can say, okay, well, how did I like, well, what was the problem there that I solved for? And then how did I solve for it? Or here's another example. If the simplified problem is I got bored and restless and I didn't want to feel my feelings in the example, then I could say, well, where have I gotten comfortable with feeling bored and restless or any other emotion? And how did I solve for it there? So again, going to entrepreneurship and running a business, I have had to be comfortable with being bored and restless when writing emails, writing copy, working on my podcast, doing all the administrative things that maybe in the moment might feel boring or I might get restless while doing those tasks. And But I have created so many results in my business. So of course, I've solved for that or I'm getting better at it. So I can take a look at, okay, I used to get really bored and really restless while writing copy. And now I can sit down and write an email or write a post in under 10 minutes. So not only am I writing from start to finish without getting up and distracting myself, but I'm actually way faster at it. So how did I overcome feeling bored and restless and sometimes even blowing off my writing task and really mining my own brain and using my own examples to overcome this when it comes to food and my emotions on the weekends, for example. Okay, so that's the mine your brain for gold exercise. Those five questions, what's the problem? Now make it simple. What's a possible solution? Now make it simple. And how have you struggled and solved for this in another area? And then I gave you an example and a real example that a client came to me with and um, a little bit of how we worked through it. And then an example of how you can use your past struggles and how you've solved for those through things that I've done in my own life and my business that is helpful or that could be helpful when solving for a problem like overeating on the weekends. Here's what I'm secretly doing. I'm guiding you into feeling abundant and into feeling enoughness. I want you thinking that you can go to your own brain first and what you have in your brain is enough. It's more than enough. This is so important. Like being in an abundance of your brain being enough Even if you work with someone and you're in a program, not needing them for every single thing and not relying on them for changing your life is so important because they're not. It's how you're showing up in that container with that coach or in that program. But instead, knowing that your brain is so full of wisdom and genius and brilliance and so many amazing examples And feeling that abundance so that when you are working with that coach or in that program or whatever that method looks like, you're going to them or you're doing it with abundance. You're not like, hey, coach, I need you for every single thing because your brain is the one that has all the answers and all the brilliance. Instead, you're like, hey, coach, here's what I have found so far. I mind my brain. Can you help me moving forward from here? Right? 
I had someone say to me recently on a consult, I don't know what I don't know. And I'm like, you're right. You don't, which is why us working together is so amazing. You mine your brain for gold. You present it to me and then I can help you with seeing what you don't know yet, right? It's a really good pairing between you and your coach. And as a coach listening to this, you and your clients, when you value your brain as much as your coaches or your clients value their brain as much as they value yours. And then the entire time you're doing this work with weight loss, you're doing it from this abundant enoughness place. And if you're not working with anyone, for sure, do this exercise. This is so important, whether you're working with someone or not, because you're practicing this, I have everything I need in my brain right here, right now. Let's go. And then you can go listen to It's Done Energy, a podcast episode. I think it's either seven. I think it's episode seven where we're talking about believing your goal is done and why that's so important. So pairing mining your brain for gold and believing that what you have in your brain is enough and then being in it's done energy and getting into that that belief now, oh my goodness, what can't you do with those two things? Okay, so even though we did the mind your brain for gold exercise, I do have a have a couple of powerful questions to ask you. The first one is, how am I the best person to go to for guidance? What would change if I mined my brain for gold first? How is it possible I have all the answers I need right now? What would it be like to seek help after I've mined my brain for gold? So with these questions, what I'm having you think about is what would be different and considering how that might be even more beneficial than what you're doing now, which might be going to someone else's brain first. And just as a side note, my coach, Stacey Bayman, she has a podcast called the Make Money as a Life Coach podcast. She has a podcast episode about intentional thought creation, ITC. I will link this in the podcast show notes where she teaches this idea of really mining your brain for gold. That's kind of where I got that idea. I don't think she says it like that, but she teaches creating new thoughts, but from your own brain. So the way she uses an ITC, intentional thought creation, is say you have a goal. I want to lose 25 pounds in the next six months. And so you would think about that goal. I'm losing 25 pounds in six months. And you would start asking yourself some questions very similar to the powerful questions I ask you, right? Like, how could it be true that I could lose 25 pounds in six months? What do I know about this goal or this kind of journey? And so the way she teaches ITC, I wanted to just mention and put in your ear because it goes well with this idea of mining your brain for gold. So if you want to go check that out, I will link that episode in the show notes. Okay, that's it for today's podcast. We talked all about how amazing and brilliant and genius you are and mining your brain for gold because you have everything you need in your brain right now. You have amazing examples and experiences. And really the bottom line is you don't have to recreate the wheel. You've probably already taught yourself how to 
handle the thing you're struggling with. So why not see how you've done it before? If you loved this podcast, leave us a review and a rating and let us know what you loved about this episode or what you love about the podcast in general and share this episode with your fellow life coach who would probably really benefit from learning how to mine their brain for gold. And if you want help losing weight along with knowing and owning how brilliant you are and how you have everything you need, I can help you. And what's so beneficial in the work I do with my clients is I keep redirecting you back to you and your brilliant brain so that by the time our time together is done, you've not only lost weight, but you know how to continue losing weight or maintain your weight loss and you know the process works and you know how to solve any obstacles that come up along the rest of your journey because you worked with a coach that helped you learn how to mine your brain for gold over and over and over again. So if you want to do that work together, losing weight and owning your genius, send me a message on Instagram at lifecoachpageb or send me an email and let me know you want to book a consult at hello at pagewoman.com. All right, y'all. See you next week. Bye.